0: I reckon is that the seventh time we've heard that song tonight, Lakey? You and I are having an absolute mare for this Round 6 TLT podcast.
1: Mate, It's uh, persistence pays off. It's You'll get the best of us this time. We've had plenty of practice runs and we're going to get everything right this time round.
0: Well, it's been absolute carnage all day. Firstly, the, the team's dropped and there's players out left, right and centre. Carnage for the Supercoach World and then we see John Morris dropped. As Cronulla coach, effective immediately. What's going on there? And of course, they've got the Knights this week. Teams tend to bounce back from adversity, though, right? Are you a little scared?
1: I am a little scared. I'm I'm worried that this is going to give uh, the Sharks a little bit of an extra injection into their performance this week. Um, <laughs>
0: it's funny. It's funny every time I say as it, as it. As <laughs> it.
1: It's brilliant. Yeah, um,
0: the old injection joke.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So no, it's it's such a weird one. Like. People blow up about players' loyalty in this game, but there's just nothing coming back to the players either. So it's it's a, it's a tough one to swallow if you're a, a John Morris man.
0: Absolutely. The poor bugger indeed. So, all right, Lakey, there's a fair bit going on in the Round 6 Teamless Tuesday world. We'll go through that a little later along with the news and suspensions. I guess let's do a quick around the grounds in terms of you and I. And last week we were on air on the Sunday night as Ryan Pappenhausen's downgrades Came to light and that knocked me off my perch ahead of you. Uh, I think we're, what, 10 points different. You beat me by last week, so scraped home.
1: time. It's brilliant, mate. I, oh, I couldn't be happier with that downgrade. So it, it got me the win in the head-to-head. And uh, I'm now sitting a couple of places ahead of you on the rankings, about 60 places ahead of you, basically Probably. by one point. I'm on 6075 and you're on 6074 in the overall points and that separated us by 60 places so yeah i couldn't be happier
0: it is it is a f- pretty well evident how tight this whole competition is well if you're sort of in that 5 to 10K ranking where we are. But I think we're a very, very long way off uh, the top of the perch. And speaking of, we've got someone who's well very, very high up in the competition. He was first last week. He's dropped back to a lowly second spot um, in come round six. But Alex, he's a fan of the show and he's going to be joining us tomorrow night to tell us basically what we're doing wrong and what we should be doing right. It'll be great to have some real super coach Naus for once. I
1: know, mate. So, sick of listening to us uh, prattle on and give you the wrong advice week in, week out. And then tune in next week because – uh, sorry, tomorrow because Alex, he's been getting everything right. And i um, say it's, it's going to be great to hear his point of view and what he's done right to this point and um, if he has any strategies that we need to follow going towards the end of the year.
0: Yeah, he's got a, a great supercoach story there to tell. He's not been in the game much long at all there. So, everyone's going to be – Very jealous of uh, the story he's got. So tune in for tomorrow night's SC Report. But today we're here to talk about the team lists. Uh, Lakey, firstly, the news that's been uh, dropping out for suspensions and injuries. Fair bit of injury carnage across the league, as it has basically all season. So it's hard to get a read on some of these these uh, player welfare issues but there's a fair few going on i guess supercoach relevant ones there's been a couple of guys that have been named that are uh, sort of questionable uh one of those is my boy jackson tamalolo been named in the side again starting lock as he was last week but he's no guarantee to return so he's got a lingering hand or broken hand issue there that's causing him a lot of pain so just got to see whether he can make it through a game unscathed so far so good anyway for team lists but um keep your eye out for him, and I think a, a guy you asked me about, I think uh, earlier this afternoon or, or maybe when, and just in terms of what Ruben Cotter being out for the next four to six weeks, with a, I believe a foot issue, does um, so not so much for I, I guess good news in a way for Ben Condon, who a lot of people are looking at, but tell him Lola he's might be moving away from that thirty-six point super coach game and more back to the Lola we we know and love. I, well, I mean, that's as long
1: wait. as he gets on the field, I suppose. Mm. I say he's still a a little questionable. Um, You were telling me before how he's not—he doesn't sound certain of actually returning himself in interview this week.
0: He's using words like might be okay and maybe if the pain settles down and all that sort of thing. So, it just doesn't sound confident to me that he'll, he'll make it out there. But we'd love to see him against the Doggies because he's got a great record. Against them last year, it's fresh in the mind, 340-something odd metres. So, loves telling them up. It would be great to see us. We're in the winner's circle. We're not, we're not leaving it. So, uh, yeah, great to see Tamalolo back. Oh, he might back. find it hard to <laughs> crack back
1: into this winning side. Mate. He might, oh, uh, there's absolutely. no room for him. But it's given Can't me um, shades of, of Ryan Madison um vibes as well. So he mm. keeps getting named in the side and then um pulled out right before the game kicks off. So it's, it's gonna be a huge watch. And it's funny, like the the top three center uh, second rollers coming into the season were Angus and, and Lolo and Matto. Um sorry, when you exclude McKinnis, who who did his knee at the start of the year and is actually a hooker. But yeah, the three of them, two of two have been absolutely pummeled by injury and um become almost no goes.
0: Yeah, Crichton not setting the world on fire. It really just goes to show how good Dave Fafita has been over the last few weeks. And you'd hate, to be, menu, you? you'd you hate would, to be a non-owner,
1: wouldn't you? You'd absolutely hate to be a non-owner.
0: What an idiot. A couple of other injury news of relevance here. So, Freddie Lussick, he's out with a broken arm for the Roosters, six to eight weeks. They were really short on stock there, that hooking spot. It seems to be a bit of a curse, but thankfully for them, in the suspension news, Ben Marshkey, he was looking at a week out, but he's been given a, a reprieve, surprise, surprise, by the judiciary. So, he'll play or suit up in number nine spot there, bargain basement, hooker only in Supercoach. So, probably not too much of an option, but Freddie Lussick, horrible news for him. He's out um, a couple of months. Uh, other guys here, Josh Jackson, he's out as well. He had a bit of love at the start of the year, new position at that starting lock spot, getting a fair few minutes with all the injury carnage at the Dogs, but he's seen his, I think, 200-plus game streak come to an end, torn his calf for training. He'll be missing. Fusatua, another guy that's missing and probably not a moment too soon if you still got him in your side because he's just not going anywhere. What's happened? Sometimes the super ghost
1: gods provide for us, mate. So he's done his hamstring and he's out now. It's only a minor strain from reports, so it's two to four weeks, but it gives you, uh, if you're looking for an excuse to get him out, this is it.
0: Mm. I got him out last week and it was a great trade. No regrets, no regrets for that one there. David Fuss, too, a couple of weeks out on the sidelines for him. Teague Wilton, he's a cheapy second row forward at the Sharks and he's going to get a bit more time than you'd suspect over the coming weeks because Wade Graham's come to that concussion last week, his second in, I believe, two weeks. So never a good sign, particularly for someone who's got a bit of a history... Uh, as does Josh Dugan, who's out with a concussion as well. So the Sharkies, they're in all sorts. Who knows what they're going to throw up against you boys. Um, this is the kind of game that you'd lose, but we'll get into that later. Right? Absolutely. Yep. It's almost guaranteed. Hamizo, <laughs> he's out with an ankle sprain. Not too much super coach relevance there. For the Raiders, CNK out with a bulging disc in his neck. So copped a pretty bad shot last week from out. who – miraculously stayed on the field and wasn't sighted. So don't know what's going on there, but he could be out longer if surgery is required. Caleb Aitkins he's about 300K uh, Raiders, center wing at fullback duel. He replaces him at fullback. Other than that, a uh, couple of questionable guys that you've got down in your NFL parlance. You want to quickly take us through those?
1: The questionable guys, yeah. As I said, I've, I've tried to give uh, a bit of an NFL – injury assessment to the injury report this week so questionables with HDF and Connolly uh, Lemuelu. how did I butcher that one now yeah, Curtis Scott's also questionable his ribs um, that he broke a few weeks ago so he's going to be assessed later in the week to see if he suits up Uh, Herbie Farnworth is a probable at this stage. He was rested last week as precaution and is now being monitored heading into the Thursday night game, but it looks like he's going to play. I've got Anthony down, it's questionable, but I don't think he was named anyway. We'll get into that. But it's um, they're just giving him another week to get his hit right and he should be back next week. And then Jack Gazowski, he's definitely out. He could have a season-ending Liz Frank injury, but um, at this stage – I think it's mostly a, an undiagnosed foot injury and they're just hoping for the best, but he'll be missing for a few weeks at the best case.
0: Now, yeah, good for Schuster, hey?
1: Yeah, nailed him in. You'd be um, cheering if you got onto him and kicking yourself in if you didn't.
0: Yeah, why wouldn't you, hey? Josh Schuster, he should be a starting second row for... a Quite a while to come. And suspension news, couple there. We talked about Ben Marshke getting a reprieve. Dylan Brown, your boy from last week, you talked him up, and then what did he come and do?
1: He had a 65, so it wasn't the worst thing in the world, and he probably should have got more with a really bad, I thought, uh, disallowed try. But, um, yeah, he went and got suspended. He's taken a crusher tackle and taken an early plea on that. So he's missing this game against the Raiders, um, and he'll be back next week for a matchup with Manly.
0: Mm, a couple of other guys donating okay. to Peter Volandes' Trots Night uh, syndicate kitty. So, Gutho, Crichton, a few of those boys committing a few funds Peter's way. All right, let's get into the game-by-game, game, mate. <laughs> Bit of a bloodbath looming here at Cup. I suspect. Broncos and the Panthers. What's happening in this one?
1: Plenty happening in this one for a Supercoach front. Uh, Tessie New has been cut. He's been made the scapegoat for the Broncos' bad start. So he's replaced by Jesse Arthurs in the centers. Um, ben Teo is out with a bicep injury, I believe. So he's going surgery. And um, many thought that was going to save Jordan Ricky, but it hasn't. Ethan Bulamaro is going to replace Ben Teo. TPJ moves into the second row in place of Jordan Ricky, who gets demoted to the bench so that hurts uh for us i cannot believe this from
0: i cannot believe this as a broncos outsider not a broncos fan neither are you but i'm sitting here on the outside and watching games and i see tesi new doing what he does out there he's a young kid who's still growing he's been one of the few putting
1: in every week and say there's could be plenty of guys that have been made scapegoats and i guess the big one is obviously anthony milford he's been cut completely and yeah that's it um well-deserved, you could say, but um, yeah, Tessie New to get cut is just is r- ridiculous in my book. He's been putting in and trying his best and obviously defensive lapses and whatnot, but he's a young kid and there's plenty of guys making defensive lapses in those Broncos team.
0: Certainly are. Uh, Jordan Ricky, it's horrible news for him. Uh, super Supercoach-wise, it's worse because at least Tessie news not playing at all. He won't lose value if you want to keep him around. But Jordan Ricky, all of a sudden, Looms are basically, uh, maybe not a must trade out this week, but seeing him on the- Pretty close. Slide, pretty close. Yeah. If he's
1: going to end up in a bench role and only going to be getting 25, 30 minutes a game, he's pretty much at peak right now. So might be best to just cut your losses and move on from that. It's unreal. Like,
0: when they shifted the ball down his and new's edge, you just saw how good they were. Um, The busts and the offloads and all that sort of stuff, but they don't get it enough. So, for whatever reason, not going to get it at all here because they're, um, yeah, benched and and not playing at all. So, anyway, the good news for Supercoach there would be Tabita Panguai Jr. named in the second row. So, Pat Carrigan, as you said, coming back in, and TPJ is still sticking around. Can't work him out, though. 40 minutes one week, 30 the next, 50 the next. Like, What's, what's going on? What's Kevy doing? I don't know. I just don't know if Kevy
1: trusts him or not. He he puts in, he tries hard, but he's a bit of a loose cannon. So maybe they're just trying to limit his negative impact on the game, in that regard, similar to uh, where he Hargraves down the Roosters, they play him off the bench. So um, i got no idea. It'd be someone I'm steering clear of if I didn't have him already. Um,
0: yeah, I know Wendon has him and he's keeping him around. He reckons there's a bit of upside yeah, to him, which, which I kind of agree.
1: A bit of sweaty... Butt cracks going on, uh, leading into the teamless Tuesday with whether he was going to keep a starting spot or be demoted to the bench. But he's taken uh, Ricky, so running wide, a um, few more attacking stats potentially. But his base is going to be down. Uh, we know Pangai loves to offload. He just he treats it like a hot potato. Um, he's pulling the pin and throwing that hand grenade whenever it is. So I don't know. It's he's a really tough um, and. Uh, and a lot, um, blah blah, but um, <laughs> so, nailed it, mate. Yeah, just flawless. But um, he's someone I'm going to be watching the next couple of weeks, and I just I don't know what to make of it. I really don't.
0: It's a tough one for him this week as well. Penrith have been unstoppable so far this year, five and zero. Clean bit of health for them. Great news. It's just ish. Dylan Edwards and Appi on the, yeah, yeah ish on the sidelines. But for them anyway, they've named the same seventeen as they did last week. So. Uh, very interested to see just what sort of the minutes look like for their forward pack, I guess. The big one's Kurt Capewell. He's been a bit up and down so far this season, coming up against a pretty dodgy defensive line. I know a lot of people are maybe looking at uh, just the trade-out button over the coming weeks for him, but I think personally, you've got to keep him around for this one.
1: Definitely. Um, there has been the talk that if the Panthers are up big, they could rest Capewell, but I'm hoping he has a double or triple by that time. Yeah. Um, as is everybody in this side. I mean, they put a 20-point win on the Canberra Raiders. Imagine what they're going to do to the Broncos, man. And it's a scary proposition when the Panthers are beating someone with the, like the Raiders without Dylan Edwards and Happy Korosau in their side. They're only going to get stronger. Um, they're, they're, well. Yeah.
0: They're, they're a fun team to watch, but it's a scary team to watch. Yeah. I mean, if you've got any combination of – Toto and, um, you know, we've got stains. Everyone's got stains, So, I think everyone's going to be playing in, in this one. So, even the in the That's it. it's,
1: it's an almost, you could throw a dart at a dartboard, just chuck all the Panthers you've got, put them up on a dartboard, throw a dart and whoever it lands on, chuck a VC on this week.
0: Maybe not Stephen Crichton based on where he's, <laughs> where he's been going. but if only, actually, the news we were, we were talking about maybe Stephen Crichton getting moved back to centres and Charlie Staines going at fullback. Unfortunately, that hasn't been the way the team lists have landed, but interested to see if they, that's the way well, That's the right. They rotated team. Staines
1: through the um, fullback role at times last week, and there's um, talk of doing it more this week. They th- they'll throw a couple of plays together where they use Staines in a fullback role. So it. It should happen a little bit more, and I was really excited to see if he was going to get named there, considering that the last few weeks, Luttrell and Pappenhausen absolutely destroyed the Broncos from the fullback spot, but um, not to be. Hopefully, he can jag a few fullback attacking stats still. Um, he's definitely worth a play. You've got to play him this week. I know he's been a roller coaster, but you have to play him this week.
0: Another 6 p.m. special for you on a Friday night, mate. Knights and the Sharks, we talked about it at the top. It's all, uh, well, just thrown into disarray with some of the news coming out of the Sharks so far today. But for your boys, at least it's a brighter news day for them because you've got a fair few cavalry returning.
1: Yeah, that's right. And if nothing else, we can get our loss out uh, the way early this week so I don't have to sit and wait in anticipation. But no um- – Connor Watson shifts from his 5.8th role back to lock um, because Kurt Mann's back in uh, starting 5.8. So, he'll partner Blake Green in the halves. Bravin Best is the big one. He's coming back um, to shore up our outside backs who have been just woeful um, since he's been missing. So, he won us a couple games off his own boot um, essentially and um, we've been – Awful since he got hurt. Jacob Safiti returns from suspension as well. Um, but the big one, Brayden Musgrove, um, uh, 173k basement price cheapy. He gets his debut on the wing. In, um, so, he could be someone to watch if he can nail down a spot. But you've got Edric Lee returning in three or four weeks, I think. So, his his time in first grade might be short-lived. Hmm.
0: Would love a guy like that cheapy who's gonna play the origin round, the buy round in thirteen, which you guys are. So with that news I think it seems to be a watch, Edric Lee coming back in a in a month's time would basically rule that out, right? Yeah, well there's that, but Edric Lee was also
1: uh incumbent Marone uh, with with Brenko on inside him anxiety. so he could be also named for that origin period and be out over that time and uh, Musgrove could get a few more games under his belt providing um, Dom Young pulls through his knee injury too so they could throw a few more question marks up.
0: Few question marks for the, your opponents this week as well. We talked about it. Wade Graham and Josh Dugan are both out with concussions. You got Britton Cora back as well. Connor Tracy, my man, he's back at centres to replace Dugan. So playing centres this
1: wing after starting in front rows and playing <laughs> halves, man, he's just he can
0: do it all. Never going to live that one down. But yeah, he had a bit of interest last week. Had a big attacking game against us, and then came out and didn't. Or well, he basically flopped. He was off last the bench week, last so. week, wasn't he? Yeah. He was. So, not a buy for Supercoach, but definitely one to to watch as his utility value rises. And CSC for Talakai, he's been named on the bench as well. So, everyone's favourite from last season, the dual, second row centre wing. Yeah. I think he's still got it this season. So does, he does, Hopefully, he loses some. Would love to lose some cash for him.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, he can nail down a starting spot over the next few weeks, and we will all be trading him in um, as our gun um, centre winger. Uh, that's just a gift, someone who can put a, those stats in the second row. So you got to get him in. But, yeah, we get the um, added bonus of getting a later watch on him.
0: Huge Friday night game here. Storm and the Roosters at Amy Park. Well, with the Storm, they've named the same 17 that pole on all the points last week against the poor old Doggies who did score some points of their own. So watch out, Cowboys. Uh, Naz has been named at lock and Kami Kamitha has been named at oh, on the bench still. So definitely good news for Christian Welsh owners. He's still in that number 10 spot. Bit of conjecture about what will happen when Dale Finnekané returns. Uh, interested to see where he lands in that side. But for now, Christian Welsh has played pretty well, got 100 Last week, so if you've still got him around, he's probably a definite play at this stage of the year. Doing doing some pretty good things. Outside of that, Brenko Lee's been named among the extended reserves, but uh, got that hamstring issue. He's slowly being eased back from. So for now, if you've got a, a storm player, uh, yeah, you're probably sitting pretty because they've been putting some sides to the sword. But the opponents, the Roosters, geez, it's a. Uh, Hard to get a read on them. I just they just keep pulling it out of the fire somehow. We saw it last week against the Sharks. Um, miracle comeback, I'd almost call it. Uh, before Sam Walker came and just steered them home, it was an incredible performance by him. For them though, the big big concern is obviously that number nine. Spot, as we talked about Ben Marshkey, the rookie, uh, one game, two game rookie, is uh, getting another go in that spot there. So for Super Coach, I definitely don't think he's. Uh, The best of the hooking bargain basement options that we've got this week. We'll get into that later. And then Lindsay Collins returns from a head knock and an ankle injury suffered in the same tackle against the Bunnies. So I think he's back on the bench. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Collins is returning from the bench. Um, But as I say, what his role is coming back, whether they ease him back in or not? You think... With concussion, they're not going to rush anybody back. So, if he's named, he's going to be fully healthy. But um, coming back slowly through the bench probably limits his um, supercoach appeal.
0: Hmm. Teddy and Pappy for this game. It's the fullback duel. It's a pretty exciting one. I guess for Supercoach, we're playing both of them, obviously, um, unless you've got a Luttrell or someone. But he, would you captain either of them in this game? Just a preview for next... It's going to be on. hard. It's going to be really
1: hard to do, isn't it? Um, I, does, neither team have been allowing fullbacks to score much on them all year. Um, so, it, they're going to be... It's going to be a defensive struggle, I think. Um, and I, I, For me... It's possibly better options as a straight-out captain this week. I wouldn't begrudge anybody throwing a VC on him, being it's a Friday night game. Um, the Titans the next day provides a decent captaincy option with Fafida, and you've got a couple of South and, and Eels Raiders options later on in the weekend too. So um, I wouldn't probably personally go straight captain in either of them.
0: Yeah, and just said Will Kennedy did pretty well against the store the Roosters, I should say, last week got a sixty seventy odd. So if Pappenhausen can carry on his form in what is a depleted Roosters side, it has to be said it could be um, a very brave captaincy call, but one I'd probably lean to over Teddy. (laughs) Speaking of gun fullbacks here, mate, the Eagles and the Titans. I feel like this game just has Supercoach points written all over it. Historically, it's one of those weeks. (laughs) Tom
1: from <laughs> Werbich, he's back.
0: Don't know what that was. <laughs> so that's just
1: the, the saints were singing, the angels were out. Turbo, Turbo is back at last. He, he was in everybody's side in pre-season, wasn't he? I know he's locked into mine for a long time. And then um, as we all do, we get on a bender on the weekend and race our mates up in the mm. middle of the morning and, and he's pinged a hammy, um, surprisingly, with Turbo, I know. But he did it. and. yeah. Uh, it's taking him a fair while to get back. I mean, the seagull season's just about over, but yeah, no, he makes his long way to return and, and not a moment too soon. It's going to be fantastic watching him play. Ironically, it certainly is I just
0: haven't. I ironically,
1: what gets him back in the side is Dylan walked up, pinged a hammy.
0: <laughs> something on something in the water. Then I don't know what's going on with that that seagull side, but it's that's not ideal. But really, the it must be said, he's under six hundred k. He's any other year, he'd be an absolute um, must buy, particularly for this sort of Arvo matchup against lot. the Titans. But what a year it is! He's done his hammy in the the preseason, as you said, running up the Corso, and then the Titans are absolute world beaters. It would look like. Uh, well, they did beat you guys. They're so probably not the best, but uh, the Titans—they're a different kettle of fish. Absolute so far this world year. beaters,
1: mate. They're beating the best in the competition. So, but no, he's going to be a really intriguing watch. And I think what the best thing that this does is um, it probably helps Jason Saab and um, That's maybe right. DCE yeah, cool. and uh, Big Brother. Um, so those sorts of sort of fringe manly options that we've all been steering clear of or been trying to boot out of our team for all money. But Turbo l- loves to draw defenses and hit his outside men and that sort of stuff. So Saab could actually become more relevant, touch wood.
0: Oh, he's a try scoring four. Maybe he charged onto to the ball last week. I reckon he's only going one place, but then that's up. So, I don't think anyone was trading him out because he's 200K. You're not, yeah. There's Who no You trading him to, to?
1: Unless you've it's got a massive big. bank, um, there's no point actually getting rid of him.
0: No. So, anyway, good to see for the Manly fans. Long-suffering. They got a win last week. Could be, maybe it's a... Time so of the tide turning. Who knows? But hopefully for Toby Turbo, his Hammy can hold up for a few more months. But their opponents, the Titans, same 17. Fair few of these gun sides getting that luxury in this round here. So they were very impressive against you guys. Did have a couple of issues. One was Philip Sammy suffering a head knock and shuffling some of the side around. And Anthony Don there, he's got a hip concern. He's not not been named. So I think we're going to speak about them tomorrow night as well. Just. Are they a genuine option to have a bunch of their players in your side this year? It seems like we're we're leaning that way, and it's um yeah it's good to see for the Titans. They, they love become, an Arvo game. They've
1: become the fantasy darlings, haven't they? The Supercoach darlings of the comp with Tino and Fafita. You've got Brian Kelly. Uh, everyone was on Fogarty at at uh, one stage. Yeah, Peachy. Um, even my boy Young um Thompson out on the wing. He's just destroying teams at the moment too. So plenty of options in this squad. Um and they're just they're, they're clicking and they're getting better and better each round
0: imagine if they still had Brycey cart right there how good would they be going would he be an option that's that's one for the like if he was playing second row in this side Brycey cart right
1: i know we've had some big calls on this
0: pod but let's not go ridiculous that's not at all but let us go to a quick break and then come back to do the last four games of the round
1: That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: All righty, back now. Souths and Tigers. Well, it was a horrible effort by the Tigers. A bit of a different performance by Souths, their opponents, this week. And another one that could be an absolute bloodbath. I think the Tigers are $7 for this one. That might still be a bit short. Great news for us. Cody Walker returns from suspension. One of those horrible ones, I feel like it happened a lot last year where we had gun players that would get suspended for games against the Broncos or the Cowboys, whoever it might be. They just missed out on their side's gun run. Cody Walker, that was the case last week. but He's back and hopefully looking to stamp his mark on this one here. Benji Marshall goes back to the bench. Dean Hawkins, this is a funny one. He celebrated with all his mates who were there at the ground, jumped over a fence 15 stitches later, gash in the leg. Not a a good way. He probably wasn't going to make the side this week, but. Good story. And Liam Knight, he's been named on the extended reserves. Hopefully good news for him because he's battling those concussion symptoms, ongoing issues for him. So nice to see him back on the, the team lists for the Bunnies and their opponents, the Tigers as well. This is huge a couple news. of interesting... Huge yeah, news. Huge news for Supercoach. So, Jake Simpkin, he's been killing it in the lower grades. So, every week we see something on Twitter about how he's breaking lines and tackles and scoring tries and setting him up. So, he's finally getting a slot. I did not expect to see Jacob Little completely out of the side. So, in the 18 jersey, Little there, not sure what will happen on game day, but it looks like he won't be playing. So... Yeah, I mean, very interesting for owners. I guess it sort of makes your mind up if you were looking at moving him on. What's his break-even? His break even's 11, so it's not ideal that he's been dropped
1: this week. Um, I know Simpkin is an absolute gun in the making, so the Tigers were just waiting for him to develop a little bit more. He hasn't played footy in – what 14 months because of the COVID break um, and the Reggie's not getting any sort of run down there so they've just been sort of getting him some legs in him he scored I think six or seven tries um, as the hooker for their their junior sides and they've only played five games he's absolutely dominating the junior comp makes a step up is he this year's Harry Grant is the the big question but um, to outs. Completely oust Jacob Little this early in the
0: season. That's a shock to me. I didn't think Little's been that bad. No, I thought one of the better, better players. And you look around, you see your outside men just dropping off tackles and letting the likes of Ben Condon score, and then you're the one who's been dropped. Not um, even your outside men. You've there. got
1: your yeah, brooks and... And um, those sorts of blokes who just – are the senior players who should be standing up and, and guiding this team and they're not but, and they make a uh, scapegoat out of little. So, I mean, Madge knows what he's doing supposedly. So, um, maybe this is the injection into the team that um, they need to really start the ship. The other big one for Supercoach is Stefano Uttoyakamanu is uh, now the starting prop. He's he's replaced Love Zane Musgrove. Um and he's just, he's been killing it and rightly, um, promoted to that starting position and should make a fair bit more cash for us.
0: Yeah, love it, especially because he's going to play that first bye week as well. So, Stefano, hopefully if that starting spot continues to generate some cash and we can play him easily round 13. So, definitely love that news. That's a rare win for Supercoach. Only thing I'm just noticing, Moses Embai has been named in the 14 jersey. I wonder if there's a chance that um, either Roberts or even Capoa, who's been named at centre this week, get um, moved along for him and that pushes Jacob Little back into the side in some capacity. But if you're keeping an eye on teamless there, at least for Simpkins' case, we've got got I think three well we'll have three games now before he rises in price so who knows could be a good move on for the likes of Connor Watson if you've got him up there uh, as well so great news anyway long longer term you'd hope given the way he seems to be playing in the reggies. Raiders and the Eels should be another great game here. Raiders at home for this one. Josh Hodgson, as we said, has been named but is carrying a bit of a hip concern. Caleb Aikens comes in at fullback in place of CNK. Had a quick look at some of his stats. He's about 300-odd K centre-wing dual uh, fullback. But, geez, I don't know what it is. Just Raiders fullbacks don't seem to be scoring too well. Rapana, case in point last week, didn't get a lot uh, back there. Interesting one, Ryan James, out of the 21-man squad completely and I don't think we know why. No, it
1: hasn't really come to the fore about what, why he's been cut. Um, has had two uh, HIAs over the last couple of weeks. He he failed the first one a couple of weeks ago and, and passed last weekend. So maybe they're just resting him just to give him a bit more of um, time to recover from that. But um, it is a concern.
0: Hmm. Particularly for owners who saw him, was he in a starting spot last week? So now yeah, he's he got
1: promoted to the starting Absolutely. spot. And his five-point game where you got the HIA has just dropped out. So, his break-evens just dive back down to 12, I believe. Um, so, he's about to start making some serious coin again. And um, now he's not even playing.
0: For the Eels this week, as your boy, we said at the top, Dylan Brown, he's out for a game with a crusher tackle suspension. And Will Smith, Utility, is coming in to take his spot. Maddow, he's been named yet again, but, geez, it's just – who knows with this poor bloke. Uh, we'd like to think – I think it's the yeah. third time now he's been named. Edge your
1: seat stuff, just waiting for him.
0: Uh, yeah hopefully he's an interesting you one him. because – if you've got uh, – we talked about at the top, you've got your Crichton, your um, Fafito, those sort of guys there that have just been killing it at second row. And Ryan Madison's barely gotten out of second gear and it's just because he's not been there. So, you'd think he's still an absolute gun in the game, got a lot to lot to give. But the head knock stuff just gives me absolute pause with that sort of stuff. So
1: yeah, Absolutely. I'd and when he's on the field, yeah. he's one of the best. He had a 30-plus something in a half for game of football against the Storm before getting KO'd um, and missed every game since. But he was on a, on the way for a big score in that game, and on the way for a big um, season. I feel, and, um, and again, his heads just let him down. And you want him to take all the time he needs to get his health right. But we could definitely use him out there from a super coach point of view. So hopefully, he can um, right himself before too long.
0: A guy that's really benefited from matto being out, as well as is Isaiah Papali'i. So he got a benefited around. Yeah, he's gone to the moon.
1: Yeah. How much money week? do you
0: reckon he's made? Have a quick guess.
1: Uh, he would have made 100K in the last two weeks alone, wouldn't he? He's been scoring tries at will.
0: 124K, and he had his Oof. first time ever Oof. last week. So, uh, courtesy of a try and uh, plenty of work being done, but he scored a couple now in a row. So, scored a 93 and 109. He's soaring in price. Um, doing great things for anyone that jumped on, thinking Matto might be out long-term. That would have been a fantastic play. Because Papali is not just a flash in the pan; he's done very well to, to start his. Eos and even career. coming
1: off the bench, he's been great for them. So it's, it was a definite miss on my part. Um, but anybody who jumped on is cheering.
0: Negative seven, break even. I think if this, if Mado's back, it sort of means that this week and maybe next is probably the last uh, you'll get much value out of Papali as he soars up that price rise. But uh, for now, anyway, just doing great things. So. Uh would even be contemplating playing him if Maddow's even still there. That's how good he has been. Um no one else really of relevance um for the Eels, I don't think. Um is your boy Bryce Cartwright still there?
1: Yeah, uh yes. Uh, there's been no other changes to the team, so Bryce Cartwright will still be named. Scored a fifty on his Eels debut. Uh so not the worst <laughs>
0: I'm cheering for Cardi and I'm also moving us on. To
1: that it's some classic Cartwright thing. So, I can't wait to watch this game on, on Saturday. I it
0: would be brilliant. Dragons and the Warriors. Um, wow, it's a, this is a really intriguing match here. The Warriors falling away a little bit. The Dragons going the complete opposite. Alex, who we're going to speak to tomorrow, is a big Dragons fan. So, he's just killing it. Supercoach and the NRL, what a year for him. No changes for them. We talked about gun teams. This is a top four side. What a crazy old year it is. Josh McGuire, Moose, he's moved down from the boys and he's now at the, the Dragons. He's in the extended reserve, so no idea what they're going to do with him or why they're bothered, but uh, there you go. No one else really of relevance for them, okay. so the Warriors.
1: Look at this team. Look at this team. Jack Bird, Corey Norman, Andrew McCullough, and uh, now Josh McGuire. They're the, the ben Saint, Hunt. Yeah, ben Hunt's there, yeah. He's not they there, they are in, The St. Brisbane Drongos, we can call them from going forward. They're... <laughs>
0: They're a merger side. Love it. Warriors, mate, they got Fusatua out with a hamstring injury. Uh, Marcelo Montoya has been named despite copping a head knock. Uh, Josh Curran gets a run in the starting second row with Eli Katoa dropping out of the squad completely. Eli's just not quite kicking on as he did last season. Bunty afour and Jermaine Tenor-Brown are both available after being suspended. A few people talking about afour He's relatively cheap and but named on the interchange bench. So, again, minutes probably going to be... A question. I know Anton loves him, but is he any is he a name that you've considered at all this
1: season? No, not at all. And you can't consider him if he's playing off the bench. You look at the, that side, like Ben Murdoch, Wiscilla, or Foa, Kane Evans, they're all big men in the middle. Um, and you've got Tohu Jazz and Lisa Narmour in starting positions. So there's not going to be a whole lot of minutes, I don't think, rotating through there for those guys. Um, Tohu's gonna get a ton of minutes still whether he stays at prop or moves into lock at some stage. Um, he's He demands minutes, that guy. So, you know, the rest of them going to have to split. I don't know. What is it?
0: Tavanga, a watch for me. He's been relatively quiet to start the year, but had a big week last week with an 82, getting a few more minutes than um, he's been used to out there as well. So, hopefully for him, he had... A- his top-minute game last week against uh, Manly with 57 and scored 82 points, back to doing jazz sort of thing. So hopefully for him it turns a corner on his season because he's shed a fair bit of cash. He's Or 300, no, 72K, he's dropped well. 481K, so he's someone I'm keeping an eye on over the next few weeks or so. Um, No one else really from the Warriors. Let's move to the second-last game. This is the one we've all been waiting for, Lake. Are you gonna tell your kids, your next three, uh, exactly where you were, four oh five PM, Sunday, the somethingth of April? I have Cowboys. three more kids, mate. I'll be in the grave. That's i be. Cowboys and the Bulldogs, mate. Well, what an absolute net cracker this is sure to be. It's there, not it? Well, it's, it's, a, it's actually there, is it the last game of the round if I missed one there? It is, is the Cowboys. last game of the round, yeah. Well, there you go, we've flown through it. Cowboys, as we've said, Jason taumalolo has been named to make his return from hand injury at lock. Cohen Hess, he starts a prop. Um, yeah, they don't want him tackling wide because he just can't do it at all. So stick in the middle, son. Frank Muller goes back to the bench route and caught out of the squad completely. All the talk this week about Ben Condon. So relatively new to the NRL scene here. He's 21 years old. Played a very few, a lot of handy games in the lower grades. Got a great super coach mould to him. Scored a try last week, so obviously getting get a fair few price rises out of that at 180 odd k. Uh, a few people asking about his long term security, so I think having a look at the the side that we've named Tom Gilbert. He's still in the Q Cup. Played there last week, so he was a name I was keeping an eye on, just in case he came back and filled that second-row spot as we thought. But thankfully, for Condon's sake and any future owners, he's not even in the 21. Peter Holler, probably the the next cab off the rank in the second row, he's been named on the extended. So for now... Mitchell
1: Dunn is there, there floating around spot. the reserves too. Is there any concern
0: with, with Mitchell Dunn? I think, unfortunately, his time's probably passed in the side given how poor he was defensively. So I think that's been key for Todd Payton there. Mitch Dunn was missing... Sometimes six, seven tackles a game. Um, it's just not going to cut it at NRL level. Who's trying to fit him with the rest of the side? Well. Though.
1: Well,
0: there you go. Do as uh, do as the rest of the team do, and you you'll be fine. But no, we've moved him on, so I think Mitch Dunn might struggle to make it back in. Uh, the way Condon's playing, the way the coach talked him up, I think it's a good sign going forward. And you know, worst case, he's going to fill in at some point because injuries I guess always guess The
1: big telling point um, for. You're a Cowboys fan and you're a Supercoach fan, and are you getting in Condon this week?
0: I certainly am. So well, there you go. I just think uh, it's there's good enough for me. too much cash to be made. It is there. You go. So um, I'm backing him in. Um, I am eight thousandth for a reason, though, you So steer very carefully. Oh, that's the uh, miles the ahead of you. I,
1: I should be giving you advice from <laughs> sixty points,
0: sixty ranks up. For the dogs, Josh Jackson is out. And an interesting one, Luke Thompson, he killed it last week coming back, seemed to, I don't know, do something to their attack that had spluttered for a long, long time. 240 minutes, I think it was, without a try. He came back and scored one, um, scored about an 80 it for, for Supercoach. So very intriguing name, Luke Thompson. Named at lock, um, English forward. He's had a few weeks off uh, to start the season with suspension. So he's back, ready to go. I'm keeping my eye on him. He's a bit higher priced and I'd like, but outside of that, the dogs, there's really not much to him.
1: No, that's right. I've got uh, Jackson Top Topine, topinny mm. however you may How pronounce it. it. I'm not quite sure, but he's um, in the 14 there. Very highly rated junior, um, but uh, just basically filling in at nine for the dogs the last couple of weeks and not getting the minutes that you'd want out of him, um, but very popular option. Um, heading into this round, being that he's coming into his third game and he's completely basement price. Jake Avarillo looked really good last week too, I thought, against the Storm, had his best game of the year by far and actually looked like he was controlling the game at stages. Uh, I know that's hard to say when they lost by 34, I think it was, but yeah, Avarillo actually um, Mm. impressed me a bit.
0: He did, unfortunately had a pretty rocky start of the year getting dropped and then uh Lock and Lewis coming back and, and all that. But I think yeah, hopefully that might be a turning point for him because he was he was much better in that one than he was. Maybe the kick up the backside did wonders for him, but yeah, I don't know if you'd be looking at him now, maybe just need to see it. Two weeks in a row and it ain't happening here against the winning circle Cowboys. Yeah effing and half. <laughs> That's it. He's on three
1: thirteen K and he's got a negative seven B E. So if you're still held odd home is the time
0: when you're gonna get some cash back. But I don't I wouldn't be trading exactly. him. No, not at all. All right, Lakey, that's a pretty interesting team. Let's choose that. Sign up uh, a lot more questions than it has answers. So we're going to try and get the answers to you tomorrow night. Uh, we've got Alex on board, as we said, number two overall in Supercoach. So he's absolutely flying. He's obviously doing the right thing. He's going to teach us a thing or two, I reckon. But anyway, thanks, Lakey. It's good to finally get to the end of what seems like an age to get this TLT podcast out, but I'm glad we did.
1: Yeah, it's been well worth it. I got a few drinks out of it. It was good.
0: You did. Time away from the wife as well. What could be more romantic than that, hey? Oh,
1: no, I treated her to a, a football game on the weekend and now I'm subjecting her to um, an isolation in the bedroom while I'm doing a podcast. So, she she must be um, wrapped with me at the moment.
0: And you're still getting let out for magic round. I can't believe it. <laughs> We'll see. Play your cards right, mate. Must you don't be doing get, something <laughs> wrong. Don't get, don't get locked up before magic round hits. Anyway, mate, thank you very much for joining me yet again. And I guess we'll catch you, well, next week because you're off camping.
1: I am. I'm not taking the kids away for school holidays. We're going camping for a couple of days. So I won't be joining you guys tomorrow, but um, give Alex a cuddle for me and uh, all the
0: best. I will do. It seems to work wonders for Stilesy last week going away for the weekend and not touching his supercoach team. So maybe do as he does. 13.50, I think he got. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Could do a lot worse. Lakey, thanks very much, mate. Catch you next week.
1: Give